The Joker by Scott Leopold. Chapter 26. Journal Entry. After I graduated from high school, I took classes at Indiana University, Purdue University of Indianapolis, also known as IUPU High. IUPUI was the place where kids at the main campus in Bloomington and West Lafayette fell back on when they couldn't balance school and social life. I was at IUPUI because I didn't have the grades to get into the main campus. I was one of the kids in academic purgatory. I didn't care. I was just glad to be out of high school. For the first Three years of college, my focus was getting good grades so I wouldn't have to struggle after I graduated. I didn't want to end up like my mom and Grandpa and Bob. I wanted a family, a real family of my own. At the end of my junior year, a flyer outside of my advisor's office caught my eye. It was an invitation to spend the summer in Finland at the Helsinki School of Economics and Business Administration on an exchange program. I would also, it would also count as credit towards my degree. I was dying for a little adventure, so I applied immediately. I got into the program, and before I knew it, I was getting off a plane at the Helsinki International Airport and greeted by a beautiful Finnish girl with hair so blonde it was almost white. She had bright blue eyes that looked like two sapphire crystals. She introduced herself as Netta, our chaperone for the next few months. After collecting our bags, we walked through the airport to a van parked outside. As we drove up to the dorms, I spotted a familiar face. No freaking way, I thought. Jack, what are you doing here? Brooke asked. The butterflies in my stomach multiplied, sending my nerves into overload. I was at a loss for words. I can't believe I didn't notice your name on the student roster, she said. It's because I changed my last name. That was nice of you to take your grandmother's last name. I know how important she has been in your life. My old last name never really belonged to me, and after my mother died, I wanted to make a clean start. I know it may sound weird, but my grandma's last name has a lot of meaning to me. Didn't you notice my name on the roster, she questioned. Well, since I'm in, uh, in the, at the Indianapolis campus, I didn't get a roster, I replied. I hadn't seen Brooke since high school. You're really looking great, Brooke, I said. My feelings for her quickly rushed back like a child who found their lost pet. It wasn't long before we were friends again. We had morning coffee, then met for lunch almost every day. Sometimes in the evenings, we would jog through the pine forest together and then sit still in our running clothes and talk for, for hours. It seemed like old times, but better. Every morning when I woke, I would think it's only 45 minutes until I get to see Brooke for coffee. Then one day she didn't show. I sat there alone, a million questions whipping through my mind. Was she okay? Was she sick? Had I done something that made her unhappy with me? When the next morning came and she didn't show again, I went looking for her. When I found her, she just blew it off like it was no big deal. Over the next few weeks, she became more and more distant. Then came the truth. 
The Finnish students had put together a costume party for all the Americans. No one recognized me when I walked in with my face painted like the Joker. Brooke knew it was me right away. She knew how much I loved the Joker as a kid. I would dress up like him for Halloween every year and pretend I was the clown prince of crime. Brooke dressed as Pocahontas and had her hair braided into pigtails and her head was crowned with an Indian-style headdress. Hugging her slender body was a revealing light brown skirt with slits on each side. The fig leaves sewn on at the hem. I couldn't find the, fight the urge to look at her. I loved everything about her. When Brooke saw me, she smiled. I was sure it was my cue to walk toward her. On my way, I saw her turn to Mika, one of the Finnish chaperones. Her eyes twinkled as he leaned in and kissed her on the cheek. What? My heart didn't just sink. It dropped into the pit of my stomach like a giant boulder. No amount of clown makeup could cover up my sadness. What was that about? Was Brooke dating Mika? That would explain why she's been so distant, I thought. I tried not to look at her, but I couldn't get her out of my line of sight. All night I watched as they talked and flirted while the, while the hole in me grew. Then Mika took Brooke's hand and they had left the bar. She didn't even stop to say goodbye. Although there wasn't enough alcohol at the bar to dole my pain, I tried anyway. Straight shots chased with beer, then hard cider chased with more shots. I was sure taking another girl home would make me feel better. I now had no inhibitions. I was the life of the party. By the end of the night, I had become friendly with a local Finnish girl. I saw three of her, but I was planning on leaving with the one in the middle. I didn't know her name, but it wasn't like I would have remembered it anyway. Even if I did, there was no way I could pronounce it in the drunken state I was in. As we continued to talk, it became clear that we found each other attractive, maybe because we were so different from one another. Her complexion was almost translucent, draped with flowing blonde hair that made her blue eyes stand out. When we left, I invited myself to her dorm room. I was ready to redeem myself. Peeling off layers of clothes, I haltingly explored her body with my hands. Then I kissed her neck. Suddenly unbidden images of Brooke ran through my head. Just like all the corny love stories I thought were so cliche, I pulled away. I couldn't do it. Sliding down onto her bed, I shook my head, wishing Brooke's image would just get out of my mind. You're in love with the girl at the bar, she started in her Finnish accent. The one you kept watching. I saw how you looked at her. I think it's cute. Then she curled up in my arms, pulled the blanket up over both of us, and turned off the lamp. There in the dark, in lonely silence, I, we lay together, wrapped in each other's arms. For the next few days, everything was in slow motion for me. I could hardly wait to board the plane for Indiana. A part of our final grade was to go to a Russian ballet in St. Petersburg. 
When we first got there, the girls went their way and us guys went ours. Marcus, our chaperone, slyly told us he could get some homemade champagne. Within an hour, Marcus was back with enough bubbly to knock every one of us on our asses. We drank until the sun came up, then drank more. After all, a bunch of guys going to ballet sounded very unmanly. Brooke and the girls made it to the show hours before it started. So after they got their tickets, they went window shopping, had lunch, and watched Russian people go about their lives. Us guys didn't feel like doing much of anything but dying. We were so busy trying to recover from the wicked champagne hangover that we lost track of time. We had to rush to get to the ballet before it started. Running up to the will call window at the last minute, we feared they gave our tickets away. Lucky thing for us, they didn't. We needed this to get our final grade. Once inside the Marjaski Theater, I stopped at the second level while the rest of the guys continued to the third. My ticket said I was on the second floor. Glancing at my ticket again, I confirmed that my seat was in fact on the second floor. There was no mistake about it. When I got to my seat, I found Brooke sitting in the seat next to mine. What are you doing here? I asked. You won't believe this. All the girls are on the third floor and I'm on the second floor. You're kidding me, I replied. The moment shifted from a strange coincidence to something divine. I thought you were mad at me, I said. She glanced at me for a moment, her eyes telling me all I needed to know. The light slowly dimmed and the curtain went up, revealing two dancers swimming in a pool of light. It was stunning. It wasn't just a dance, it was poetry, with a stream of motion that told a story. I felt Brooke's eyes on me as I marveled at the dancers. I slipped my, man, my hand into hers. I felt complete.